can listen to the podcast for free that was a very good one that was a great that one. that was it incorporated the episode theme it incorporated the pod that this is a podcast hit the free. hit the golden buzzer all right thanks is that the noise the golden buzzer makes i don't think so it sounds what, like a european ambulance what noise should it make should it be a bell yay oh it's like a thing you hit and then it's human noise that always freaks me out right remember like the buzzers, staples the staples buzzer button noises that was easy that was easy. Yeah. I don't like it when machines have human voices. You're right. Uh, what's your name? This is Andrew Stanley. Cool. My what? name's Aaron Tuning. Nice to meet you. Let's have a podcast. <laughs> Let's have a, a grand old podcast. Yep. Why did, why did we sing that song, Andrew Stanley? Well, Aaron Tuning, it's because... We're getting married. Guests, We're family. <laughs> finally, officially family. Uh, our guest today is our friend and one of our former bosses, Trip Crosby, who recently, with his family, was on Family Feud. Wild. As a contestant. Yeah, no, don't want to spoil it too much. I know a lot of you DVR it and catch up later on all the mini episodes of Family Feud. Yeah. But uh, they won four nights in a row. It was three nights in a row? They did it four nights, I think. We'll probably hear about it in the interview. Yeah, and I, th- I think they, they shot for two days. They did great. I don't know. It was, it was great. They defeated um, many other families. And outside of that, Trip was going to be a guest even if he wasn't a family feud superstar, you know? Yeah. He's uh was my boss for a year last year, worked on his team, which was wonderful. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, we're also recording this before the interview, so I don't know what we talk about. Yeah. It could go terribly wrong. I don't know. You yeah, might have signed an NDA on family feud and can't even talk about it. Yeah, we might talk about politics instead. Yeah, we're jumping out of the knows? plane with no parachute, baby. Yep. Um, but he, he's wonderful. He's also a viral superstar. He's made a ton of viral sketches, uh, does humor marketing, a lot of the same kind of stuff I've done. I've kind of followed in his footsteps my whole career. I, I do jobs that he leaves behind normally, <laughs> or they get too big for him and Tyler, Tripp and Tyler. Um, and he's a great dude, family man, very funny. You're going to enjoy hearing from him. Yep. 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 Love it. Uh, how's your week? Uh, good week. Had some very interesting... It's one of those weeks where I did every type of show, I feel like. I did a church show. A burlesque show. A burlesque show. Um, I did a uh, a giant church conference. I did an orange conference, like five or 6,000 people there. Jeez. Then the next night, or the night before, I opened for David Spade. Very different vibes. Is the orange conference at (laughs) (laughs) Mar-a-Lago? Trump joke. I knew we were going to be political today. Uh, And then... uh, I also did a corporate event for construction workers that dig landfills. Oh. They were electric. Um, (laughs) That was actually the same day as the David Spade show. I did that in the afternoon for the landfill guys. What is the lineup on a landfill digger Um, conference? It was music and then me. And then... Like Def Leppard cover bands? Our friend Clay Scroggins actually spoke. Oh, so it was pretty, pretty Christian. 
Yeah, yeah. It I, was, know, Chris it was, I think plays it was in the, the leadership space. He's leader. But. He's a leader first. Christian yeah, 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 second. Yeah, 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 he will yeah. tell you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was like a, this owner of the company wanted to do like some training and kind of conference stuff, but also have kind of a faith based element. So training on how to get to heaven, so right where I fit in. Right. Cool. Uh, between I'm some people, times people think Andrew, you'd be great for construction workers, and they're like, you'd be great at church, and this was like a great, perfect balance. And moms, and moms, MomCon, hoping to continue my partnership with them. MilfCon. Yep, we don't call it that though. Th- then you open for David Spade again. Is this becoming yeah. a thing? It was fun. They had me back, which is great. Well, now uh, that now that Chris Farley's gone, he needs a new best friend. Yeah, now that he's gone, <laughs> fine. He's still been looking Recent for the perfect replacement. Uh, yeah, I'm the new sidekick. Uh, he did have to, I did have to remind him my name. So, but now I'm he sick. knows. Good. Uh, I'm sure he knows it now. He texted you. A few He's times. so nice. He just meets so many people. He didn't put your name in his phone. Uh, probably not. Oh, fake friend. Yeah, I'm a fake friend, but I'm working my way towards real friend. Did the show go uh, his, well? His other opener friend, Bobby, and I are real friends now. Oh, good. Because the thing is, when you open for somebody, you spend way more time with the other openers because the main guy's on stage the whole time. Right. So, me and Bobby, Bobby Miyamoto, very funny comedian. Um, but then the fun part was uh, after the show went well, that was probably the fun part. But then afterwards, they were like, hey, by the way, um, Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey and a bunch of the Panthers players are going to come backstage after. And I was like, that's great. And so I got to meet a bunch of the Panthers. Cool. Yeah. You tell them, rise up, go Falcons? I told them, take it easy on the Falcons. And they said, okay. <laughs> Yeah, they said just keep that stadium nice and quiet for us, and that won't be a problem. Oh, it's pretty good, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. If you don't know, the Falcons used to pump in uh, fan noise and got in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, glad. Um, yeah, so, you're, you're getting David Spade neutered, rubbing, all the time a, rubbing a lot of elbows. Great. That's how what I say. Uh, how was your week? It was good. I was uh, did a little golf trip. Been in Florida the last two weekends. You I played a nice golf course. PGA, PGA National. Yeah. Yeah, shouts out to my friend. Uh, not Bryce regional, Baker. not regional. No, national. It's, it's national, and it's uh, down in West Palm, very close to Mar-a-Lago, actually. Yeah, you got an obsession with that. I, I do. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it was great. I played five times in three days, and my back is not meant for that. Yeah, what part of your body hurts the most? Ooh, uh, my heart, really. <laughs> like it, it was, it was brutal. Uh, but yeah, back and. You know, it's like a guy's trip, but you don't do anything. You play golf, and then yeah. you're in bed at nine because you hurt. Yeah, everybody's just like, I think I might take a bath. That's exactly what we did. Not yeah, together, that's but cool. separately. Whatever. It was a good time. Um, yeah, glad to be back and excited about the pod. We do need to thank our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Let's Got get a quick that. little ad read. Andrew, if you want to do this one. Before we get too far into the episode. Wow, this is a nice long one. Do you love Family Feud? Well, you'll love the spicy new spinoff, Family Duel. This fall, Steve Harvey hosts his 37th concurrent show where two families attempt to guess the most popular answers to survey questions. When a family loses a round, they have to send one family member to fight for their survival against a real-life gladiator. The U.S. has struck gold with American versions of international reality shows in recent years with shows like The Masked Singer, Shark Tank, and Undercover Boss, all being based on foreign shows. I didn't know that. Family Duel is no different, as it borrows directly from Europe's oldest forms of entertainment, gladiator battles. Cousin Jan can't name something you find at a breakfast buffet, then she'll have to test her luck against Validus the Hellbent. (laughs) Validus the Hellbent. Uncle Dennis can't come up with the last answer in the list of common candy bar components, 
chances are he'll meet the business end of Udger's axe. Once the losing team is down to one unlucky family member, they'll face everyone's favorite round, the guillotine. If they can't answer a simple question, such as ranking the 119 elements by atomic radius, the studio audience will chant, Drop the blade! Then we'll all find out together why Steve warned the first 10 rows that they're officially in the splash zone. Steve will wade across the blood-soaked stage and yell, Are you not entertained? while staring blankly at the camera. Everyone will laugh because he has a mustache. (laughs) Ha ha, classic Steve. Survey says... Check out Family Duel this fall. Heads will roll, and you'll be rolling laughing. Ooh, wow. sounds brutal. Sounds like that might be that might save Netflix. <laughs> it might save Netflix. It could I, be I mean, back up. It's one of those things where you're like, that, I can't believe people used to watch Gladiator Battles. If that was on TV, though? If it was on TV? I mean... We'd probably tune in. We're watching a war right now, getting a lot of... Yeah, it's kind of like know. Hunger Games. It's, I mean, that's kind of what it is. Dystopian yeah. future where you're like, I'd tune in. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want it to happen. Hey, I'm not going to like actively support it, but I might watch it a little bit. Yeah, if it comes across my feed. Yeah, you know? it's nobody's fault. Um, I do have some shows this month I want to let everybody know about. Great. Um, Everyone cares about this. Go ahead. This weekend, right after this episode comes out, I'll be at Laughing Skull Lounge Saturday and Sunday for three shows on showcases. And then uh, I will be at Thrive Conference in Sacramento for a few days. And then the week after that, this is all on my website if you want details. And then I'll be in San Diego for the Big Pine Comedy Festival with some fun shows there. I'll be in Raleigh for a couple of nights, May 18th and 19th. Bluffton, South Carolina, May 20th. And Statesville, North Carolina, May 24th. And I'm actually... um, Doing a fun show in Woodstock, Georgia with our friends Aaron Weber and Brian Bates on May 26th. I think I'm just going to open for them because they're kind of doing their thing, but I'm available. So that's going to be a great show. And then I'm going to be on vacation with my family for a few days. So don't come to that. (laughs) Perfect. Please don't show up. I was about to say where we're going. Probably just won't even say (laughs) it. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be a beach or it's going to be a lake. But I will give a hint. What? While we're on vacation, I might be doing a guest set at the Comedy Magic Cabaret on Hilton Head Island. Okay, so you're probably in, at Hilton Head. So, uh, well, there's a lot of surrounding areas. There are, you're right. A lot, so, of, a lot of beaches down there. Tough so to say. Go support Andrew. He needs it. This is also something I thought about doing and I forgot about, but you just reminded me. Aaron Weber, our friend, friend yes. of the show, one, one of our best pals in comedy. He's mm-hmm. wonderful. He has one of my favorite bits, and it's about Family Feud. Yes, he does. So I want to take a second and play Hummus? that. Hummus? Oh, okay, well, let's just spoil it. But go ahead and listen. <laughs> this will warm you up for our Family Feud conversation. We'll be right back. Here's Aaron Weber's take on Family Feud. There's only one show I watch. It's my favorite show of all time. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. Family Feud with Steve Harvey. That's my favorite show. I watch Family Feud every day. little tough to watch as a white guy sometimes. Because I don't know who's picking the families for Family Feud, but every time I watch that show, it's a cool black family versus the lamest white family I've ever seen in my entire life. Where do they find these white families at, you know? It's always the McDougals from Dayton, Ohio, and then they walk out there, ties are always too short, you know? It's hard to watch. It's always like, name something you bring to a barbecue. Hummus? It's always those guys every time. It's humiliating. Go home tonight, put it on. Try to cheer for the white family, try. It's so hard, man, I try every time. Nobody can. 
Some dude in the clan could watch Family Feud through the holes in his hood, and he'd be like, y'all, I hate to say this, but I'm pulling for the Jenkins family, okay? I'm t- <laughs> Anybody here been on that show? <laughs> That's a long shot, I'll admit, but I, you know, maybe I should have asked before the joke. I'm not sure. You ever think about who you'd bring with you? you get the call? You ever think about who you would not bring with you? That's a better question, yeah. Some of y'all with them right now? It's, you're going to end relationships in your family when you get that. I'm telling you. My uncle would call, hey, I'm excited about Family Feud. Be like, well, hope you're excited to watch from home because I'm trying to win this thing, all right? I don't want to end up on a YouTube compilation, okay? I want 20 grand and a car. The best. Hummus? It's, <laughs> it's it. funny every single time. Uh, Before we get into it, before we get into our conversation with Trip, I want to ask everyone to review the show. It matters. Yeah, we're not sure why yet, but I think it will help us. I've heard from every podcast that I listen to that it does matter, so I'm going to believe that. And you know what makes me feel good? It does. To read. Sometimes sometimes they don't make you feel good. Oh, Did we get get a negative review? Yep, a couple days ago uh, from Anthony K. Goodwin. Okay. More like Anthony K. Bad Loss. Yeah. Uh, He said... Well, first of all, five stars. Thanks. And he said, I love this podcast. Andrew is great. Aaron, not so much. My team <laughs> my team edits out Mr. Tuning from the show, and then they forward me the pristine and hilarious episodes. Five stars. So kind of a roast. Uh, yeah. I'm very I, brave of you to read that about yourself. Yeah, well, I just I had to take that. It wasn't in, I thought that was from Joey Chestnut when I read it. Oh, he did say my name is Joey Chestnut. Oh, he's doing a character. Because you hate Joey Chestnut, so this is Joey Chestnut coming back at you. We have a rivalry. By editing you sure. out. So yeah, we like a good uh, roast, too, as long as you give us five stars. Yeah, five stars, say whatever you want. If you give us five stars, you can't hurt us. That's we true. dare you to try to hurt yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, send us a review if it's five stars. And uh, email nwinpodcast at gmail.com. That's it. You know. Instagram, reach we got, out. We got some very nice emails this week, actually, from people who said that our uh, masculinity test was their favorite episode. Yeah, apparently people like when it's just you and I. Hmm. But not today, because we have a great guest. His name's Trip Crosby. Enjoy this. We'll edit him out if anybody wants just our parts. Okay, deal. No worries. No worries. Trip Crosby, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very happy to be here. Are you? I am. You li- do you listen? Uh, You've listened. I, I've listened. You always ask people that, and it's just it's never turned out great. You've, but, you've posted about it, which was nice. Yeah, I mean, I've listened. I think you guys do a great job at this, but I don't listen to podcasts in general right now in this season of life. All right, that's acceptable. So we'll take that. It's not like I'm listening to someone else's instead of yours. Yeah, that cool. would hurt. Yeah, uh, it's it's always nice to have a good friend in the building, uh, someone who's comfortable. We know that, but if we, but if we can't have that, then we're happy to settle for whatever tier you are. <laughs> our first bare, barefoot guest. Tier am am I? I, I don't do know. feel like I'm I'm a unique category <laughs> in your life. That's true. Because I mean, I would say we're friends. Yeah, of course. Well, you've been very different things to me because we met when I was probably 11 years old. We did. Because my dad hired you to teach me video editing. (laughs) And he just said, all right, Tripp, here's Andrew. Why don't you go up to his room and teach him how to edit videos? Um, That's how our relationship began. Clarification. 
He didn't hire me. I got paid nothing for that. You didn't? Oh, no. That's worse. That's a no. lot worse. It was obligatory. He was my boss at the time. So <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It was just over. They're like, dude, if you let me hang out with your kid, I don't pay him anything. Right. I just want to hang. Yeah. These are my people. My parents were like, we're actually going to go to dinner. So if you could just stay up there. <laughs> I just tricked you into babysitting for free. Yeah, I feel like we've, uh, I mean, we knew each other in a, a work capacity kind of always, but then became friends through that, right? It's hard for me to remember how we went from not knowing each other to knowing each other. I know I sent an email to you and Tyler as a fan, just kind of in mm-hmm. similar circles, mm-hmm. being like, I want to learn from you guys. Um, I'm what, confronted with those messages every once in a while that I sent back in the day. What video did you watch of theirs that made you be like, I'm going to email them? I mean, there were the, you know, the couple bangers that everyone knows. There is the S word nobody says. Can we say words? We can't. Like I, I'm going to have to go through and, and beep them. Okay. To save Andrew's career. Yeah. Okay. So you can. Okay. It's just more work for me, which you're, you don't want to give me any work because you fired me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't fire you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, but right. you quit first. Well, we had a, con- <laughs> we had a conversation. He called and he's like, I'm thinking about kind of disbanding. And I was like, I'm thinking about leaving. This is perfect. We were both too scared to tell each other that we thought it was time to move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Aaron and I have done the podcast for so long. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I thought it was going to be like a 25 episode or then we're out. Well, I'm not going to quit if he doesn't quit. Yeah. Uh, So if people don't know or haven't seen the videos, who are you? What do you do? Uh, My name is Trip, and... If you're listening and you you are familiar with who I am, it's probably because you saw one of my YouTube videos on the Trip and Tyler channel somewhere between 2006 and 2015 when we were big YouTubers. And now I still write comedy and perform comedy, but mostly in the realm of making ads and working for other companies, helping them to create social content or hosting corporate events. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the, the video was, of you. Was that a sad story? No, that was it wasn't. You just didn't sound very excited about it. <laughs> oh, but I, I, uh, I, I'm not. You're being humble. I'm not, I'm not excited about it. No. No, not right now. Well, I remember watching your videos and just, I mean, you started making YouTube videos when it wasn't really like that popular of a thing. There weren't like as many creators as there are now. And I just remember watching some of them that come to mind were things you can't do when you're not in a pool. Insanely funny. Our first big hit. Did you pee your pants in that one? Um, Tyler did. Tyler did? Well, I peed Tyler's pants. Okay. I poured the water on. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, it was fake? (laughs) You guys yeah. didn't really pee your pants for that? Yeah. That ruins it. Uh, but the one that I think made me laugh the most and maybe still is my favorite is the Tim's uh, Blenders. The uh, Smoothie Machine Sm- one-for-one Sm- campaign? <laughs> yes. And the premise for anyone who hasn't seen it, you should go watch it immediately. But it's uh, basically a parody of Tom's Shoes where you'd buy a pair of shoes and then they would send one to a child in need. But you guys did it with smoothie machines. <laughs> So there's just all this footage of these kids like in Africa just dragging a smoothie machine around. And like looking at the plug and be like, I don't know what this is. And uh, you're just talking over it like, and these kids, you know what? I think, I don't want to just say the whole video, but there's a moment ahead. where you or Tyler say, uh, 
to the camera like i'll never forget it we were on a mission trip and uh and we said hey can where can i get a smoothie and the child looked at me and said what's a smoothie (laughs) and that's when i knew Uh, what our calling was i think that's the only video we ever made that we left in the edit tyler breaking and laughing (laughs) in the middle of it what was the joke that got him we were just shooting our little interview segment, right? Where we we were legitimately making it up as we went. And I just broke out into some Switchfoot song. Oh, dare yeah. you move. That's yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> and he couldn't contain himself. That's so funny. Oh, man. Those were the days. That was a good one. Those and then, the then we have to mention the biggest banger of them all, which is kind of the, take a bath. the career fuel. Not take a bath. <laughs> That's separate. Um, a conference call in real life. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one that gets me the gigs. And still, I know this from firsthand experience. I hear you heard you do those sales calls every day. Every Uh, companies reaching out, being like, "We saw this. Can you make a viral, funny corporate video for us?" Pretty much every dollar that I've made since 2012 is connected to that video. Man, that's 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 so crazy. It's amazing that that can happen. It is amazing. I. You know, I, I wonder what would have happened if it didn't, and I don't know if it would have been worse or better. But that was the, you know, I'm a one hit wonder at this point. I wasn't the day before that went viral. We were the funny guys who did nobody says and sorry, nobody says liquor nobody says. We told Trip before this that if he cursed, it would just cause more work for Aaron. So clearly he's... Uh... We actually said that on the podcast a minute ago, but... Oh, nice. Cool. I just like to recap some things from earlier yeah, in, in the case episode. case you forgot. Yeah. You know, sometimes people are driving or cooking or dropping off their kids yeah. during this. Right. Uh, so I like to do the little recaps midway. Gosh, that's going to be a 30-second beep. It's great. It's <laughs> good. That's great. You're going to hold the record. Congrats. Leave in the, a, little, a few of the consonants. I will. I will. People will know. Yeah. I'm still bossing you. I'm still telling you how to do your job. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes, I, I mean, will. Can I say something, though? Sure. Like, I, I, w- I want to say that um, you were an amazing employee. I, I, like, hmm. we're, we're telling this narrative that you, like, like you came and something didn't work. But you, you showed up, and it, I think we would both have ways of justifying that it worked very well for the season that it was. That's true. It, it, it did for me. I learned a lot from you. You're super creative. Um, the reason I think that you don't work for my company right now is you're, you're too big for that. You're too, you're too good at doing your own thing. You've got your own ambitions. You don't need to be an employee at this stage of your life. And, um, for me, it's just because, you know, I'm still making it up as I go. I I didn't really have anything to offer you that, that would feel long-term enough, but you're, you're a great employee. You're great at what you do. Just keep doing that. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I can also put more time into uh, this podcast we do for no money. But hey, just like just like his video that launched his entire career, that's what our podcast is going to do for us. You just need the one. Yeah, that's, that, you just, just need the one episode. This is going to be our might be the one in real life. Yeah, no, but for real, I uh, I learned a ton. I think before last year, before we worked together, I was really good at doing my specific thing and doing comedy and content in my lane, um, and. Yeah, I kind of got a lot better marketing in a year, which has already translated my last three or four months of being freelance. Oh, good. Sales videos and oh, good. And how to talk to clients and and sell stuff. 
You should have uh, heard, learned a ton. You should have heard Aaron try to talk to clients before he worked for you. It was awful. <laughs> he would do accents for some reason. I just show pictures I drew. He'd also, show pictures. You shouldn't resign to doing sales and marketing yet. You're still you're no. Still sometimes if it's fun, yes. I, I mean, like as a full time employee. Oh yeah, for that, sure. That's not. You're not there. Wait till you, you know, get in your forties and have kids and and just need to sell your soul to corporate America. Don't, don't do it yet. Wait till you have this to. This definitely has the darkest undertone of any episode. Yeah. <laughs> Trip, are you okay? No, I'm not. So. You know what it is? I've been, okay, I've been peaking right now in life. I would say I'm peaking. But when we were at that conference last week that you performed at and I hosted, uh-huh. that was the first time I've been in a room full of that many people in a long time. And it felt so good. Yeah. And it just sort of made me sad the next day because I don't get to do that as much anymore. And I, I really miss it. And so now I'm just kind of down in the dumps about sitting around and waiting for corporate America, corporate America to call. Yeah. It is a thing, especially when you do a show that size, that doesn't really exist no. very often. Well, that's where we started. I know. You guys went straight to those, which <laughs> I is... I started in arenas. Unsustainable. <laughs> unsustainable. So don't feel too sad that you're not getting the arena offers all the time. But I do understand what you're saying. It's tough when you feel like my calling is to be on stage, and then you're just busy. You have, you're have you running a company, and you have kids, right. and you have so much going on that you obviously not can't get on stage as much as you want. But when you are, you still got it. I can oh, tell thanks, you, man. to see you got you Thank and you. Joseph hosting the conference, you guys are getting big laughs, and you weren't just telling jokes, you got, you had media stuff, you guys were prepared, doing games, and so it's not like you forgot how to ride the horse or whatever. Thank you. The truth is... Your kids is, will go to college one day. The, <laughs> the truth is, I, I, I feel bad about the way I'm painting this picture. I have changed a lot in the last 10 years, and... For whatever reason, I do find it more satisfying and exciting to help people. And uh, the things that I get to do in corporate America, hosting events, um, working with companies to help them expand with good content, um, I actually really love that opportunity. And I spent enough time in my life, decades, building up my own brand. And I'm glad I did. And it paved the way for opportunity, but I'm just different. I just really, I actually like using what I've learned to help people more than build up my own brand. Now, those those aren't mutually exclusive, of course, but uh, I, 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 I'm not really sad. I'm actually really excited about what's going on. I love it. Aaron doesn't believe me. I believe it. He doesn't. <laughs> no, I, no, I saw it firsthand. I mean, we're just kind of you know, in the weeds on a ton of projects and you're like, this isn't really what I want to be doing or what I get validation from or excites me anymore. Um, well, that I, was true. I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like running the comp, like this has happened two or three times in my career. Um, if you're listening and you're a freelancer, solopreneur, entrepreneur, but really you're like a, you've built something because you're really creative or you have a technical skill that you're good at and you're good at doing something, just know that... Um, it might not be worth 
dreaming about expanding and building a company. Because every time I started to do that, every time stuff started to really work and all of a sudden we're hiring employees and, and we're building this thing, that's when I get the saddest. Because mm. that's when I realized I don't want to be a boss. I don't want to approve other people's scripts. You know, I want to write them. I want to make them. And so uh, you were there when things started to kind of pick up again. Yeah. And that's what I was sad about. No, I don't want to be a CEO. Ugh. Well, that is so interesting. When you're a creative person that gets very good at being creative, the natural pull is to grow. Right. And the easiest way to do that is to add people. And next thing you know, you're the boss. And then you're hiring people to be creative. And so it's has it's a lot of self-awareness for you to recognize each time it's kind of grown out of to where you get to do what you want to do. It's like, oh yeah, I forgot. That's not what I like. Like it, yeah. Even though it's the natural pull of success doesn't mean it's what's going to make you the happiest. That's exactly right. And That's why I haven't hired any employees. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I have some because it's necessary, but whenever it gets to the point where I'm trying to multiply the thing that I do specifically, like bring on Aaron, because it's like, oh... I make really funny, engaging videos. If I have Aaron on my team, now we can make two at a time. And then all of a sudden, I'm managing a person and having to work. It's, it's actually just more work for me, too. And before I knew it, I got so busy that I wasn't even inspired or creating anything for fun anymore. And so, yeah, no, no more of that for me. If you guys ever see me building a company... Will you be a good friend and just remind me, like, don't do that trip? Yes. You're not a company. If you try to hire anyone, I'll sabotage it. Thank yeah. you. We'll, in a heartbeat. We'll do a bunch of fake applications, not show up for the interviews. Like, you know how when we were in that karaoke bar together that time in Knoxville? Knoxville mm-hmm. And uh, th- there was a... a, a f- I got to be careful what I'm saying here. You, you made it... There, there were some, like, intoxicated uh, females there who you know, they were loosening up and you were like, Hey, just so you know, when I'm your friend, I, I, I block, like I, I make sure that like, you're not in a situation where it looks, and you did that for me. There was the, someone came up, there was nothing inappropriate going on, but you, you recognize that this is not, no, this is good. But, but I, I, I'm, I'm asking you to do that for me. Uh, I want you to your company. Yeah. Company block. Yeah. If you see an employee starting to flirt with Tripp's company, <laughs> you jump in the middle and so say, boring. I used to work for this company. No, Trust okay. me, do not. But okay. So but the but here's the um the, the I should have I should have learned this lesson a long time ago because when we first were doing Don't Be That Guy, which is our little sketch troupe in like two thousand five that made some of those videos you mentioned, when we had a video go viral before there was such thing as viral videos really. And there was definitely no way to monetize content on YouTube at all. Um, we did get some really neat opportunities and we flew out to LA and we had all these meetings with Conan O'Brien's team and NBC and movie studios. And they were all like, well, you know, what are you going to, what are we going to do? And we were like, I don't know. I thought you were going to hire us. We don't know. Uh, but then on the way home, we stopped at the Beverly center, which is this mall in Beverly Hills. And there was a macaroni grill and if you've been to macaroni grill you know you can draw on the tablecloths Mm -hmm. so we had our crayons we were all jazzed up about the momentum that we felt as the sketch comedy troupe and we started talking about our plans and what we were going to do and and what roles each of the four of us were going to play and who was going to own what amount of equity 
We didn't have any money. Actually, we had $600 going to LA, and then we spent all of it on one dinner at the Palm, <laughs> which we didn't realize was a chain. We thought it was some fancy Beverly Hills restaurant. Yeah. There's one right down by Lenox Mall here in Atlanta. <laughs> so <clears throat> we, we didn't have any money. We were talking equity, and we got in some debates and some arguments, and we were just obsessing with, like, where is this going to go, and how are we going to build something? And the four of us never made a single sketch together ever again after that conversation. Yeah, when creativity and like business meet, especially early on, it's just like these two worlds that have to go together but do not naturally they go together. They do not go together. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do about like what do you guys how do you fight that in your life? For me it's a little easier cuz I'm usually working alone and getting hired by people. So, I haven't had you definitely have to make business decisions along the way, right. but for me it's kind of I'm still very early into it, but it's just kind of doing what feels right. And there's, there's no oversight. So nobody tells me if I do something wrong other than Anna. And we all know you'll, you'll end up doing all the right things the right way. We'll see. You're, you're Andrew Stanley. I haven't read a lot of leadership books, but I'm related to somebody who's written a lot of them. <laughs> so hopefully that. But don't you guys, do you ever catch yourself getting ahead of yourself and thinking about like, where is this going to go? Oh, for sure. And especially, you know, I've been doing the gig economy freelance thing for forever. And then I had the two years full time. Um, and that was just, you're always churning. So now I'm going to be launching something in a couple of months. I'm very excited about, and I'm getting real ahead of myself there. And that's hard not to do. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to watch but myself. There's like a like, healthy hey. way for that because you're dreaming about yeah. what it can be. Yeah. But if, if you're just looking too far ahead, you're not looking at your feet and kind of yeah. seeing these first steps you got to take. That was a really good metaphor I just came up with. That was so Especially good. considering what it is you're launching. That's true. That's true. We'll talk about <laughs> that on the pod soon, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, okay, let's move. Let's move. Let's change gears. Yeah. To yeah. Let's a, come on down. <laughs> let's come that's on down. That's not the right show. That's the wrong one. No. Uh, survey says, let's talk about Family Feud. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrew and I have not watched the episodes. Bad friends. I've seen clips. Can we watch the episodes? Uh, there's got to be a way. I mean... I'm, just text I, every, every, I had shows the nights that y'all were on. That's fine. Um, I felt a lot better when he said he didn't listen to the podcast. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I've our, got a, our I've podcast got a bone is available to pick all the time. About this. What? I, 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 like, how uninteresting am I as your friend that I had to go on the family feud <laughs> for you to want to invite me on this podcast? No, you're yeah. already on the list. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's you're not, on it's not the list. true. You were only on the list as af- after your episodes aired. But I was like, oh, we can't talk about bummer business for an hour. We got to have something else at the second no, half. I know. <laughs> Don't let me do that. Again. No, no, no more up. business rabbit trails. No one cares. Uh, okay, so the people want to know what the experience is like to be on. Family. I think everybody watching Family Feud imagines what it would be like for mm-hmm. their family to be on there. Who would go? Who would be good at it? Who would be yeah. terrible? Would we be interesting enough? Because part of it is, it's it's not, from my understanding, when you're applying to be on the show, it's not just, are they going to be good at getting the right answers? It's like, are these people going to have the energy it takes to carry an episode, mm-hmm. right? That's a big part of the audition process. So it took a year, roughly, to get selected. We had Zoom interviews. And whose idea calls. was it? Who made it happen? My sister, okay. Melissa. She she was the captain of your team, right? She was the captain. She made it happen. She saw the ad wherever about applying, and she did. And we were all like, yeah, it'd be great. But it took her to kind of get us together and actually film a video to send in. Because we thought, we're not going to get on the show. Right. And we did. After 
a long selection process. And was that on you, the video? No. I, fortunately, I, she did it. Cool. Um, what was the angle? Anything super creative? You know, I don't even remember. All right. I don't remember what it was. I love that your family had a video project to do and they weren't like, hey, maybe Trip should do it. They were like, just anyone. <laughs> well, I like, I don't even know how to take on something like that. I don't really, I don't have like iMovie at home or even a video camera that's easy to just whip out, yeah. right? I guess I have my phone. That's, that's why anyone can make a video now. Right. She just yeah. used Splice or whatever. For better or for worse. But it was it was a long time coming, and they let us know, hey, we think you guys have the enthusiasm that would, yeah, carry it. How did you prove your enthusiasm to them? Do you think? Yeah, what's the audition process like? Um, How did they know you'd have it? We did a very awkward Zoom call because we were applying during the pandemic. Yeah, and it was just y'all and Steve Harvey, right? Yeah, just, yeah, he does he, all the booking. He, he interviews the ten thousand applicants <laughs> uh, between his radio show and the taping of the show every day. Yep. So. We, we had this awkward Zoom interview, and we were all probably very inauthentic and smiley, mm-hmm. and I was mostly worried about my dad or mom saying something really dumb or embarrassing or getting in a fight right there on the camera. In the interview? In the interview. And they're yeah. in the same show. Oh, we, they got in a fight like in the show, in the taping. That's so good. It's yeah. Literally a family because feud. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, know you know when the other team is going, it's their turn. They, they take control. The the other, sorry, the other other team is over there huddling, yeah, deciding what they're going to say to steal. And we're huddling multiple times. This happened, and we all have different ideas, and that's an interesting part. Like, so that's real. I always wondered if that part's real, where they're like, "All right, let's huddle up." It's real, but they tell you like, "Huddle." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, my mom and dad would find a way to just, you know fight about something like as soon as i said an answer my dad would be like shh you know you trip you don't be so loud and my mom would say david don't show and, and, then, and then they're fighting about fighting and uh don't fight we're on tv yeah it's 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 cute it's endearing so they're fun. they're an old in love couple that have been together and through lots of stuff for decades and uh it's cute. Yeah. Had, you, uh, had you ever heard your dad say vagina until he had to say it into the microphone on Family Feud? I don't know that I have. I've heard, <clears throat> I've heard him say a lot of things, but yeah. probably not Not vagina. just that word in isolation. Nope. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> the question was, I see London, I see France, I see blank in my underpants. And to be fair to your dad, a lot of the other answers had been taken already. Got this wasn't taken. like first thing. Like, what, was, what were the, the first few? Uh, I got the number one answer at the buzzer, which nice. was stain. Yep. Cool. And then there was... And it was like stain slash skid marks. Slash, yes. Yeah. That's exactly... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things is, you know how when the round is over and Steve goes through the answers that no one got and the crowd yells it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was always... They made us all do that every time. Yeah. So, ding! Stains, Stains. underpants, <laughs> skid marks. Oh. <laughs> so funny. What did Steve Harvey do when he said vagina? Did he do one of his stares off? And vagina. He made my dad say it louder. Yeah. He did. He made him say What'd it What'd you twice. say? He goes, you never said that word before. <laughs> and he made him say it again. Steve's great. Steve was the most impressive part of the show. Yeah. So what, what's the day like when you're filming? Because we were working together when you went away for two days mm-hmm. and Trip would not tell us anything. 
I know you signed an NDA, mm-hmm. but I've I've broken every NDA I've ever signed. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I, well, 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 I, I, before he finishes the story, I love the fact that the Family Feud makes you swear to secrecy, as if there's some community of fans that is so <laughs> interested in which of these strangers' families is going to win. It's like reality that Steve. it would ruin the episode right. if it leaked. <laughs> right. There's a there's a it's the biggest Reddit. Really? Family Feud. What? Spoilers. No. I was going to say. <laughs> that sounds real, though. I'm, I bet there is a Reddit Trip's Family still got feud. acting chops. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> well, that's like, you know, Reality Steve always finds out who wins The Bachelor somehow. Oh, right. It's like, if <laughs> if he did family that, like, we got to know if the Jenkins won. Yeah. It's, but I love that you took it seriously. I did. Yeah. I also just wanted my friends to actually enjoy yeah, it. And, totally. and ma- the main motivator was how the first episode went. Because you haven't seen it, but by the very last round, we were down like 300 something to zero. I mean, yeah. we were the bed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Aaron has to type a timestamp every time. Oh, wait. Okay. And then, uh, or you can edit this over. Pooping. Thank you. You're yeah, welcome. just cut that in and cut it back in. You got it. But I'll say it naturally so that it, it's seamless. Yeah, try it again. Pooping. There you go. Thank you. All right, that's good. Okay, so uh, we were down, and it was very clear that we were about to be the worst contestants the show had. Because you had zero. We had zero, and we never even got to play. We lost every round at the buzzer, Mm -hmm. and so and you couldn't steal. No, and so the first episode, we really did. You didn't hear my dad say a single word on the episode. Or oh, my mom. That would have been so so such a letdown. And they cut out all of our introductions for whatever reason. And you, you said too, you wanted to do this for your dad because he was so excited. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. He's now been on Price Is Right and no Family way. Feud. Whoa, yeah, that's awesome. And Cops. This is. <laughs> this, <laughs> I predator. mean, this is his thing. The other day we were at his house and we were just watching the kids play. I think it was Easter, and he goes, "How how old is Miles now, Trip?" And I said, six. He goes, "Ah." Oh. I guess I have to wait four more years to be on The Price is Right again. Because he was on when Miles was born in L.A. and he came and visited. I should have given you that context. But like, that's like literally he's measuring time. How long he's allowed? By when he's allowed on the next game show. So they have a 10-year period where if you appear, you can't come back? Correct. Amazing. Whoa. Correct. And so he's like, it's actually perfect you had my first grandchild uh, at this perfect time. Right. But then has have there been repeats? No way. There's, so. Well, there's a documentary. Did you see the Price is Right documentary? No. There's this guy. I'm, it's been a while since I've seen it. I watched it on a flight. I didn't like sit down and watch this in my house. But I watched it. Very, you at watched my, it at too? my house. You watched yeah. it at your house? That's cool. Uh, so correct me if I get any of these details wrong. There was this guy that cheated the system. He memorized all of the questions. He found, what was it? He found all the questions in a database and figured out the pattern they use about when they ask certain questions. So he went on and basically had memorized a cheat sheet for, for the whole show? episode. For The Price is Right. Right? Yep. Yeah, so he memorized all the prices because he could. He saw they repeat items and found their formula for when they use which items and memorize. And he also, I think, has a freak memory. And so he ended up winning so much and I think he went on just several times. Yeah, he was a math genius. He was, and he would always get picked, and he would go to every episode. And math genius wins prices right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, it's, how, it's that's called, what he used. It's called Perfect Bid, the contestant who knew too much. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably why they have a rule now that you can't keep going on. In that case must you be. Memorize the matrix of that prices. That must be. Pretty crazy. Yeah. 
Um, mm. Okay, so the day you get there, you get there. There's a lot of hype. Okay, like yep. the the associate producers and talent wranglers. They're all. It's Chick Fil A of game shows. They're all friendly and helpful and, and homeschooled and homeschooled. Yeah, homeschooled virgins. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Where, where did you derail me from? Uh, Chick-fil-A. Everyone's Chick- so nice. Okay, right. yeah, so everybody's nice. wearing you bright colors. You get in there. You, you go in this little like big open room, and there's folding tables, and all the other contestants are there, and they do an orientation for yeah. like an hour. They tell you what to expect and how you're supposed to behave and how the day is going to go and what the rules are. Then you put your phones in this basket. You don't have your phones the entire day. Mm-hmm. And then they walk you over to the studio. And that was one of the highlights. Like walking in... And seeing the family feud was yeah. just, it was amazing. And they do a practice round. So they bring up some staff and they go through really quickly exactly how this show is going to go. And this is where they say, now, if you're on the team that doesn't have control, you'll want to huddle, maybe make some X's with your arms. Love that. I do that when I'm watching at home. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take you through it. And there's a, there's a host for this segment that is hilarious. I forget his name, but he's this comedian and he he's amazing. And then they play all this pumped up music. It's like jock jams and they make everyone stand up and dance. And then Steve Harvey comes out. You've been there two or three hours by now and they do four episodes. Are you holding in a yawn? Yeah, but uh, no, that wasn't because of you. It's because it's still a morning for comedians. Even though we've moved on from the boring business segment and we're into the interesting family <laughs> segment. Can we just edit that segment. out nope. and just start with family <laughs> feud? No, edit some of it out. I love that uh, I was just like yawning and thinking I'm getting away with this and you were just like, I'm going to mention it. I should have. I love it. So you just... you won three times? We won three times. Did you shoot that all in a day? No, it was over two days. Two days. So okay. we were the so last ones to go on day all one. All the minority families you defeated. <laughs> Because they that's how they do it, right? It's always... Actually, we got beat by a minority family. That's good. Are we talking about... What are we talking about? Non-white. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's we, how it always is. It feels like it's always beat... a, a white family and then always another race. There's like a weird family. racial undertone to that show. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're, they're like they're like overdue the diversity where it's so intentional that it's like, it seems like it's always this. <laughs> well, the, the this is not so funny, but, but it is. The one white family we played... Uh, I forget their last name, but three of them were named Bob. There was Big Bob, the dad, and then like two other Bobs. And they were going down, and they actually showed their introduction. So you'll see this. And the older guy, Bob, he's probably 65, said, if we win, I'm going to buy some new knees. Oh. And then you and beat then we beat him. <laughs> Suck it, Bob. Yeah. Oh, no. That's great. I felt terrible. Um, real quick, yeah. can you give us one of the questions and see if Andrew and I can do it? Oh yeah, so we can play a do little. Do you remember any? Good ones? Uh, if I can remember, um, we did stain. You, not so not. So that let's one. not do that one. Let's do. Um, oh man. Well, I'm you think I can tell this? Aaron got me on the Family Feud at the Braves game one time. Oh, I did. Yeah, they do a game in between innings where you oh. just have to do like basically a lightning round by yourself, and. You told me this when we talked earlier, like, you think you're good at that game, and then you get up there, and it's like a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah, I was in front of the whole stadium, and uh, I think I only won because the host told me one of the answers before we started. Yeah, shouts out Mark Owens. <laughs> Thank you, Mark Owens. Stuff. You what saved was me. the question? Do you remember? I got a $200 uh, Publix gift card. Ooh. Pretty good. What was the question? I don't remember the oh, questions. Okay. It's hard to remember. I, I can remember some of our fast money round questions. Oh, yeah, that's good. Okay. 
Um, let's see. Wait, should I leave the room? <laughs> yeah, leave the room. Go to the. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to hear what is the room you go to. Oh, trivia question. You yeah. go. You go backstage. They put headphones on you and they play a song. Can you name the song? I'll give you a million dollars if you can name the song that they have played. Every single episode, every time for the last 20 years. And we know the song. You know the song, mm. but it's, I will give you one hint. It's random and has nothing to do with for the show. For how many years have they been? It just that? happened to be what played on someone's iPod and they just decided to stick with it. It's been over 20 years, you said? I want to win a million dollars. This is more fun now, this game show. Uh, um, staying Alive. Nope. I'm trying to remember what the answer is. I think I just um, <laughs> Saturday in the Park. By Chicago. Oh, great song, but no. That is a good random one. Yeah. Um, it is... Give us another clue. I'm having a blast. I'm on a game okay. show right now. Well, let me remember what it is. I, I'd give you a clue. Oh, I, well, shoot. It's a pretty uh, tough question to it answer. It is a 90s song. Okay. Uh, one Headlight by the Wallflowers. No. Mr. Brightside. Is that 90s? Uh, no. Uh, t- tonic. If you could only see... That would be a good one. That might be what it is. Is no. it really? It's one of those. Oh, it's like a butt rock song. Yeah. Uh, keep going. Uh, He's everything you want. Vertical uh, Horizon. If anybody could guess this, it is Aaron. Yeah. You got, I'm going to give you a few more guesses while I look it up. Stained. Is it Stained? No, it wasn't Stained. Is it Chop Suey? That would be so aggressive. It is... Uh, Wake up. Wake <laughs> up. I'm a 70-year-old. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah, Drowning Pool's bodies. That was 2001. I know that Yikes. because it came out the week of 9-11 and they took oh, it off the radio. Yeah, I bet. I'm surprised it was on the radio at all. I mean, it's a banger. There's always people hitting Not, the floor. Nothing wrong with me, too. It's a good song. It, that's an insane story that that song came out in 9-11. Yep. Also, uh, Silver Side Up, Nickelback's big album, yeah. came out on September 11th, 2001. Wow. What did they know? They something. <laughs> They, uh, uh, trip still looking for the song, and we're the, just riffing uh, let over the here. bodies hit the floor. Is that it? Okay. <clears throat> All right, give, give me another survey. Clue or says I, I want to get it. I want to get a, it. The name of the song is one word long. Okay, so it's not "Hey Jealousy," or but it's it is in that vein. Um, people at home have already Googled it. Wait, it's not blurry. Much. Nope. My Puddle of Mud. I just forgot what it is. Why does this not stick to my mind? I just met a guy that used to open for Puddle of Mud. Really? Yeah. Doing comedy? Nope. Uh, music. Oh. He was the uh, production guy at the theater in Charlotte. And he oh. Was, oh. His name's Brandon. It, it is. It is. Drummer. It is Hey Jealousy <clears throat> by the Gin Blossoms. Wow. I said that. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not first. You don't have to pay me a million dollars. Just a, some, a fraction of that. Hey Jealousy. That's a good song. All right. That was pretty good. Um, right. You go back there. You want, to, you want me to give you some fast money? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And let's say it as whatever we have in the, the two seconds. Okay. okay. Um, actually, if you give me one second, I'll pull it up and I'll give you all the ones that I had. And I'm going to leave That'll the room. Great. And you, eh, can yeah, we do that? We can, can we do it? it? Yeah, we totally can. Okay. I'm totally going to. This is it. I'm nervous, dude. I'll let you go first because I actually have to go to the bathroom. Okay. We'll, we'll wait till he's ready. It's going to take me a minute ready. to pull this okay. up. All right. We're going to take a quick pause and we'll be right back with Fast Money. Okay, we are back. Trip has his list from one of the episodes of Family Feud. It's a, it's a combo. It's a combo. The ones you remember. It's just the fast money questions I remember. So I had 20 seconds on the clock. I, I'm, I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine doing this on stage mm-hmm. next to Steve Harvey. Okay, <clears throat> ready. I'm closing my eyes. 
And as soon as I start talking, as soon as I finish with the first question, it starts. Okay. Name a sport with a white ball. Golf. Describe a pickle. Uh, Penis-like. Bungee what? Jump. How old is a kid when they have their first sleepover? Eight. Something you need complete silence to do. Sleep. <clears throat> I got sleep in there. You, you got it. Well, I'll give it to you. All right. How, how, how are those? Uh, or does, does let, me, it, let me write them down. I don't like it. Oh, penis-like? Come on, man. I, I was trying to... What, what was the word I was looking for? Well, that's, that was my big blunder. What did you say? R- red. I said red. What is a pickle? Because I thought he said pimple. <laughs> and, <laughs> and apparently a lot of other people did too. I had people text me after the show saying that's what they, he thought they said. And then when I did a TikTok about it, the auto captions made it pimple. Oh, I saw that. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you, have you written them down? Almost. Okay. I feel like I did pretty good. You did all right. Uh, I don't know how to give you I points. Meant, I meant phallic. That's what I meant. But I almost said flaccid with pickle. And oh. I was like, that's not it. That's why it took me a second. What was your silence answer again? Sleep. Okay. okay. Which is okay. Okay. Let's get uh, Andrew in here. All right. I'm going to yell. Andrew! Come on! You got to pick up our family. I feel like I did pretty good. How did he he did pretty good. I did pretty good. He did pretty good. All right. This is 30 I seconds. Did, I clock. did give you the easy five, ones. I get five extra seconds in case there's repeats. Yep. You get 10 seconds. Is it 10 or 5? Oh, you get 25 seconds? I, I, get, I get extra seconds. Yeah, I think he gets 30. Okay. No, 25. We'll give him 25. I don't even... I played this game four times. I don't remember. <laughs> All right. Okay. How many, how many points did, did Aaron get? I, I have the hiccups. I feel like I got 100 and 120. I, th- I think he got 108. Okay, that yeah. seems good. That feels good. All right. Now, uh, <laughs> you start it once I'm done reading the question. Oh, okay. I feel like you guys are tricking me and you're going to ask me We're crazy not. questions. <laughs> who, who did, should we be drone striking? If you hear me go, hey, ah, what, is, what do you feel ah, about Palestine? If, if you hear me go, ah, that means it's been said. Okay. Yep. And you can always say pass. Good. Name a sport with a white ball. Golf. Ah, ah. Baseball. Describe a pickle. Green. Bungee blank. Jump. Ah. Cord. How old is a kid when they have their first sleepover? Nine. Something you need complete silence to do. Record a podcast. That was a horrible answer. <laughs> that was clearly Damn your time. worst one. You guys, you guys won fast. Won you won twenty grand. Sure. Uh, hey, what's something you need silence to do? I said sleep. I said read. That's good. Oh, those are yeah, yeah, read is what I almost said. Those are but not sleep as good. was number one. I think eight might have been number one for first sleepover. Um, bungee cord was the number one answer. Cool. But, I said jump. But Melissa and I both got a lot of points because I said jump. She said said cord. Great. Describe a pickle. Um, what did I you think, say? Um, I said penis like. <laughs> I almost said flaccid, but I meant phallic. You could say phallic. I so I was trying to think of for then. I would have gotten points for that. <laughs> Why didn't you say salty or green or? Well, it's better than what I said on the show. What did you say? Red. <laughs> oh yeah, because you thought that. What did you think they said? Pimple. Pimple. Pretty bad. Uh, and then golf was the number one answer for white ball. Baseball is a top answer. For whatever reason on the show, I said soccer and got like 11. Yeah, that's yeah. not uh, bad. Well, 
depends on where they did the survey. It's mostly they did white. It in Mexico. That's right. Probably get a lot of points. That's right. Well, it it. Sorry, I said it like that. Fast money is the most fun <laughs> part of the show, in my opinion. Yeah, Bar- Barcelona. But boy, talk about being on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, did you go first? Did you, how many episodes did you do the Fast Money? We, Melissa and I, my sister Melissa and I did it every time we got there. So and three. Would you go first or second? I always went first and she always went second. Nice. And That's what, so what, fun. What were your totals in the, the four? The first one, I don't remember because they, once you cross 200, they stop counting. Right. The show ends. Yeah. Uh, we won the first night. The second night, we didn't. Uh, mostly because I had a dud of a round. I probably didn't even get 60 points. Mm. That was the red pickle night. And then the last <laughs> night, we won really easily. And then the fourth time, we didn't make it there. Yeah, that's amazing. Got Crazy. It. Have you ever seen the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where they go on Family Fight? No. It's amazing. Oh, I got to so see It's so funny. If you watch the show, it's the, one of my favorite episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Keegan-Michael Key plays the Steve Harvey character. And is fantastic. And what's the bit there? Do they do they just keep they go on and they decide they're gonna be really mean to the family they're going against. So like the other family comes and introduces themselves and they're just like just like stare at them. And then uh, one of them, uh, Dennis, gets really upset because the buzzing noise makes him feel really (laughs) self conscious. He goes, "Can we turn that down?" Uh, Charlie keeps guessing all these crazy answers, but he gets one point because it turns out he took the survey. Uh, and he's just like, what? it's like an animal that gives you milk. And he's like, dragon. And they're just like one point. And he's like, wait, I think I took the survey. And, and Mac keeps saying, uh, uh, he'll be like, survey says chicken. And, and then King Monkey is like, no, you don't say survey says. I say survey says. But he keeps saying it. And it's oh, that's amazing. Very humorous. That's great. Yeah. What do the financials look like? How much money did you walk yeah. away before and after taxes? Did you and your family go to Macaroni Grill and sketch <laughs> out on, on the, the table <laughs> how you're going to split up the money? And then they, they're not a family anymore. You never, yeah. <laughs> they disbanded we, the family. We, we've never been on a game show ever again. After yeah, that. since then, zero. Uh, well, you have to sign up as an individual, so they split the money five ways no matter what. Because they can see that problem coming they, in oh, some of yeah. these families. Well, my, two of my friends immediately reached out and they said, surely you and your sister are getting pretty much... The, the lion's share, yeah. right? Because if you don't win fast money, the night we didn't win fast money, we got like $600 to split. Right. Uh, but it it's, takes everyone to get to that point in the game. That's not how it works. We, we're all a team. We split the money even. I haven't gotten any of it yet. How does it, that... They don't send it till the show airs. Okay. So uh, I should get somewhere, I should gross $8,160 something dollars. It's a pretty sweet deal. Pretty great to get to do something that's a dream, and then there's like, how about also eight thousand right. dollars? Had we somehow won all four fast monies, then you get a hundred thousand dollars, and Steve Harvey is currently willing to match what? anyone who can do that. Whoa! So wait, for like, if you would have won the last round, well, you'd already not won. Well, if we won round. the last round, I think we would have gotten oh. a car. I think it, it might actually be five if you can win five in a row. How do you split up a car? Yeah. So well, uh, we well, all get a seat. Listen, <laughs> I haven't had to worry about it yet. You can have the the base model Jeep Compass if you want. Yeah, I would Don't imagine really. they say, or we can just write you a check for this amount. Yeah, yeah. We basically just need to advertise this car. Nothing wrong with the Jeep Compass, but, you know. I didn't even know that was a car. It's like not quite a Jeep Cherokee, which isn't quite a Jeep Grand Cherokee. 
And those shows, it's base. It's like you're you're manually rolling up your windows. Yeah, you got it. In the got car, it, you it. went on the yeah, yeah, show. Yeah. In the compass, it just has a voice that loudly every ten seconds just yells what direction you're headed. <laughs> yeah. North. Sorry, I popped. Uh, yeah, that's why it's not very popular because people really hate that. Yeah, and you can't disable it. That's jarring. Yeah. Um, cool. What what are the big takeaways? Overall experience is one of the Do best you recommend things you've ever done, it? right? Best, biggest takeaway is it's it's a really fun experience. Steve Harvey is a very hardworking, impressive comedic host. Mm-hmm. I remember you saying it was one of the funniest, most impressive performances you've ever seen. Yeah, he look. I get it if his flavor of jokes on the show isn't yours. I know he doesn't write the questions first of all. So like right. all the potty humor and stuff, that's not really him. But his ability to keep it moving, be broadly funny to a massive audience, that's hard. Like that's, yeah. one of my buddies was trying to make a big deal out of Steve, like how does Steve Harvey feel like, you know, being such a famous comedian and then dropping down to the tier of being the family feud host. I'm like, what do you think would be a good outcome for a comedian yeah. other than hosting <laughs> one of the most watched game shows in the world? Which has made him beloved nationwide. Yeah. Yes. Like he, he was popular before that for stand up, but now he's a household name. I don't know that he was a household name across the spectrum. He was until, not. And now he's, that's what most people probably know him from. Right. But, but when, he's, when the cameras aren't rolling and it's a commercial break or whatever break, he doesn't leave the stage. He goes right up to the front of it and entertains the audience. He takes questions, he does bits. He gets pretty raw, like his filter goes off. And I just, it, I was very impressed that he was willing to do that when he certainly could have gone back to his green room and grabbed a snack and propped his feet up, right? He, yeah. They told us beforehand, like, Steve is very grateful that you are here and you're taking time out of your day. He's going to give you everything he has. And he did. And it, that is so cool. It made me realize, like, this guy's a hard worker. He's not just a lucky, talented guy. He is talented and lucky, but he is a hard worker. And that was inspiring to me. Yeah. And even if it's not, you know, your favorite thing in the world, there are still clips that will break you. It's yes. so funny. It's always an old, nerdy yeah. guy. And they're like, what's something, uh, a snack you eat when you get home? And dad's like, boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Steve's like, what? And yeah. just stares at the camera, and I will cry laugh. The porcupine thing? You, you know that clip's the most famous one? No. <laughs> it was like, um, pork blank. And this woman very sincerely said, Q-pine. <laughs> That's a great answer. <laughs> Maybe not for this game. And, and he lost it. Q-pine. And then the other clip that's very popular is the, it was this African family, and not African-American family, African family. Yeah. And the question was, uh, what's something that ruins a wedding when it's not there? And he said, the pasta. And Steve's like, I already told you guys, the answers are not food related. He was like, the pasta, you know, like the preacher. Oh, I get it. (laughs) And Steve Harvey just lost it. And it's funny because he's laughing. Yeah, and he's such a good... He does such a big physical laugh, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just... Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite stand-up bits ever is him. Uh, I don't know what it's from. He's wearing a yellow suit, and it's about... The bit is about the difference between white people and black people when they get fired, and it is the funniest. Oh, my God. 
Everybody should go look it up. Do you okay. want to do the bit for us, Andrew? Andrew? Yeah, I'll, let me do it. Uh, <laughs> it's like Michael Scott trying to do the Chris Rock bit. <laughs> yes. Every time. Uh, That's great. No. Yeah. The, what, so we, it's it's cool for you to get to see that because you are a comedic host. Yeah. So like, did you, were there any big takeaways for you watching Steve Harvey navigate that audience? Or is it just like so just impressive? Made, made me want to work hard and be a good listener on stage because that's what he does. He is very in tune with what you're saying. He's not self-conscious. He's not writing the next funny line in his head. When you're talking, he is fully there and that's how he's able to respond so well. So as a host, it makes me want to be present and listen. And that's such a confidence thing because we do that on this podcast too. I mean, I listen back to the episodes. I'm like, oh, I totally wasn't even listening to what they were saying. I was just thinking of what I was going to say next because that's a safety thing. You're like, I want to make sure I have the thing to say. But it takes so much confidence, especially in that environment for him to say, I'm going to finish listening to what you have to say and then I'll come up with something hilarious and it'll be fine. And to have the confidence, he believes in his humor so much Mm -hmm. that he can wait until the last second to... Well, this is how improv comedy works. It's not learning to be witty, uh, which I thought it was, which is why I signed up and started taking improv years and years ago, because I thought, oh, this will make me funnier. And then they're like, day one, they're like, you're not learning to be funny. You're learning to listen and express your emotions and all these things that actually are really hard work. Uh, And when you do that and the scene just kind of takes a life of its own, it's actually funnier when you don't mean to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, crowd work and stand-up. Same thing. That's Stavros, the guy we love on TikTok. Gosh, yeah. I love that guy. You have gotta you have him? him on oh, your yeah, podcast. Oh, yeah, I've seen him live. Yeah. He, is he great? great yeah. It was just unreal. He posts a new crowd work clip every day, and they're always special. He's really horny. He's pretty gross. Yeah, like... Yeah, he's, he's not the same rating as this podcast. Actually, this episode, probably yeah. fine. <laughs> hella beeps on this one. Yeah. <laughs> can I say hella beeps? I think you can say hella <laughs> beeps. Beep that out, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just the second one. Just bleep where you said bleep. Uh, yeah. Oh god. Hella beep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm a pretty PG eleven guy too. But for some reason, being here, knowing that it's a rule, <laughs> and knowing our audiences, it just makes me. And wanna knowing rebel. that we think it was funny. Yeah. 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 And you're our friend, so we're gonna like you either way. Right. I don't know. Up to a point. I think uh, you might. Yeah, we'd love to have you on again when you do another cool thing that we can talk about. <laughs> yeah, do something else. And we'll see what we can do. <laughs> uh, okay. I love that you guys are doing this, by the way. I love that you found each other in this way. We did. We you're, met you're a perfect pair. At Atkins Pub? Atkins Park, yep. Park? Very special place It should me. be Atkins Pub. It's not a park. It is a park. That's the neighborhood. It's called Atkins Park. It's like Grand Park. But it's a pub. It's Atkins Park. At, I don't, we're talking about this. Atkins Park Tavern is what it's called. I don't have a strong oh, stance about oh. this. Yeah. Okay, so Atkins Pub Tavern wouldn't work. Yes, yes, yes. He, yeah. yeah, Andrew, uh, we went to a restaurant. It was right after I went through a breakup, and he's like, we should do a podcast. And I was like, I have nothing. Let's do it. Yeah, and since then, that restaurant's gone out of business. It has. Now it's a hookah lounge, so Ugh. I don't know what that means, but something. <laughs> uh, where can people follow along with all this stuff you're so excited about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a somewhat frequent Instagrammer. Mm-hmm. But- uh, so the you best, got more personal and raw. It's great. You do like yeah. ask me anything and all that kind Those of stuff. Those are always good. Yeah. I try to do, I try to be sincere. Mm-hmm. Your worst nightmare. Hey, what does that mean? You yeah. told me that. Oh, you're talking you about online. Like, yeah, you're like I don't do uh, sincere. He, he you was gotta say, joking. You gotta say yes. online. And I used to not, and now I like I don't know why. 
Maybe the maybe having kids did that to me. Yeah, it's a know. defense mechanism. If someone hates content I post, like, well, you hated the character, not me. Oh, mm-hmm. is know? it? Yeah. Yeah. Things ever get well, real serious? Instagram I just is try the best to fart. Place. Trip Crosby. You do what? If people, if I'm in like a serious conversation, I just see if I can fart. That's a great. That way, it just kind of lowers tactic. the temperature. I don't know how you're not super lonely. Yeah, it's amazing. I bet. I bet scientifically, it actually raises the temperature to some small certain degree. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, so you've been very authentic and Thanks. oversharing on Instagram, yeah? Have I? No, just kidding. No, no. I, it's been I good joke, sharing. I joke a lot on yeah, that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, it's it's all like pictures of my kids and then jokes sprinkled in. Right. It's great. Yeah. Your and kids that, are that is at also Trip Crosby, adorable right? kids, yeah, and you just got an adorable dog. So even if you don't think Trip's funny, it's going to be some adorable content. Well, yeah. my kids are funny. Yes, the they thing. are. That's true. Mike, Mike's son had a viral video before he was even two. It was so good. And we yeah. referenced that earlier and didn't explain it. Yeah. It's <laughs> called Take a Bath. Yeah. And great. Miles was just obsessed with taking a bath. No, he... Oh, yeah. I wanted him to finish his spaghetti. You want him to do anything else. And like, let's go outside. Take a bath. Take a bath. <laughs> He's like, can I please... <laughs> I'm like, just one more bite, buddy. And he picks up these thing of noodles, puts them in his mouth. And then with a mouthful of noodles, one more time. It's comedic timing. You can't teach that. Are we, yeah. are we wrapping up? We're wrapping up, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to put in, though? What no. else What else should we ask you? No, no, I, I'm just having a good time. It's good. We can still hang out. I was sitting around on my computer all morning, just kind of... Don't, hey, don't get sad again at the yeah, end. Yeah, you already did that. <laughs> oh, I did. I'm getting sad again. <laughs> don't take the dip. Well, what's it? Here's, here's the question. What's your email sign-off? What do you put right before your uh, name in an email? I just, I just came up with a new one. I okay. stole it from a guy yeah. who, who had it. Rooting for you. Ah, I like that. As long as you're emailing somebody that's like a good person. Yeah, the, well, IR, okay. the IRS. I should qualify. <laughs> that's that's an e- that's one I've been using specifically on like marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My like people it makes on my sense. email oh, list right. that I'm offering advice to. Yeah, I do that now. I've, I, I offer advice now. Do you know that? Yeah. What? I'm an advice guy. You're an advisor. Just anybody can reach out. Uh, I'm, I specifically consultant? offer advice to people who are wanting to uh, pay you money. No, I, who are wanting to like take their creative career to the next level or just their own ability to be creative and or ha- collaborative. And how do people find that out? Get on your mailing list or? Yeah. I mean, I Instagram, if you follow me on Instagram, I will let you know how to sign up, but you can also go to my website, tripcrosby.com and sign up there. Cool. Love it. Yeah. Well, we are rooting for you. Rooting for you. Rooting for you guys. See ya. No way.